0: Welcome to episode... Oh man, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 446 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. We may have Justin. I was up above it. I don't know that one. I don't know. Now that.
1: I'm down in it. I, 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 I don't know that one. Nine Inch Nails. Early 90s.
0: Some, some nin.
1: Some nin. Some N-I-N. The last N is backwards for symmetrical yeah. sake.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta like it look, you know. You'll you see a lot
1: of, yeah. You'll see a lot of N I N shirts these days. Probably well, more I mean, so on like <laughs> the, on the kids being retro, right? Like I've definitely see. I've definitely seen some uh Nirvana uh-huh. shirts on the kids.
0: How old would they be?
1: The band? The people? Yeah. They would I bet Shirt Resners like fifty five.
0: Uh
1: Trent Reznor smartly branched out and started doing, started composing for uh, like movie and TV show scores.
0: Uh, Start. They formed in 1988. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Uh, he was born in 65, so that's 56. He's 56.
1: Damn. Damn! Is that not what I said? I think that's what I said.
0: I don't know. We'll have to go back and listen to the tape. Mm-hmm. I don't have a way to do that. Um. But yeah, fifty six years old. He looks like. Did Trent Reznor play the guy in Prometheus?
1: Like <laughs> the guy, like, like the alien?
0: Yeah, yeah, the alien. If you uh, if you to give I mean, him a on on the Wikipedia here, if you look up Trent Reznor, and you gave <laughs> him a bald head, he looks like the guy from Prometheus.
1: <laughs> ah, he totally looks like the alien from prometheus
0: like i could just imagine him like he's like grabbing old wayland or whatever He's like i'm picking him up and i'm gonna just choke him to death with my hands i'm a huge giant monster guy
1: god he totally does you nailed that one matt <laughs> gotta say uh, all right. What's I up, Justin? What's up? you also
0: thinking what? You're also thinking?
1: No, it's not important. Oh, I was going to make a joke about this Google image result I saw. Um, It's been a little while since it's been since you were here. Yeah, Mark. together. Over a little uh,
0: over a month, I think.
1: I have not played any video games since then. Because Nothing, huh? nothing because not even on the switch not even on the switch uh
0: so you guys drove all the way across country Uh uh-huh and you didn't load up anything you didn't play anything like what did you do for that drive
1: you slept my man my man you
0: you sleep a lot
1: you sleep a lot on those drives I think I napped a couple times and not for very long.
0: Up, up for ten minutes, down for nine hours. You know that's Justin's <laughs> regimen on. Would, would
1: that? It were so? <laughs> um, now, man, we when we do, we don't. This is what I I realize. This is what I tell people: we don't take vacations. We go on trips. We go on mm. voyages. Uh, mm, by like which ocean I mean voyage. Mm-hmm, very interesting. By which I mean. Um, not a lot of time, not a lot of downtime, or I should say, because when you're driving all day, you, you get to your place of stay and you don't want to do anything, but the bare minimum.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'm saying like, but there's so many hours in that drive. I mean, like you were on the road for 20 hours, probably. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I drove mostly and, and when I wasn't driving, I was just kind of, looking at my phone and just or or napping or just sitting there looking at the scenery. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, uh, I I can't remember the last time I pulled out my switch in the car. Uh, And I, I have not, I kind of, this will happen sometimes. So I'm still playing, I guess, technically I can't even remember the name of it at this point. Um, Grindstone. Grindstone. Thank you. I was going to load it up. You know, I'll do this sometimes where I'm playing a game like Slay the Spire or Hades or Grindstone, where I never like make the decision to stop playing it, but I realize I just haven't played it in a while and I haven't you know haven't actively decided to play anything else. So that's kinda of where I am with Grindstone. It's it's been several weeks since I've played that and I think I'm pretty much done with it. Uh, great game. I was worried early on that it would um a lot, of, a lot of games like that, a lot of, um, I don't know, uh, puzzle games like that, but I always try to make the distinction, it's not a puzzle game like Mist where you have to figure out the specific thing to move on. Each map has like a random, like it's randomly laid out, like a bejeweled map, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, here's the here's the layout for this map, and you got to figure out how to beat this map with the specific five moves. No, you know, every time you reload a map, if you fail or whatever, it's a new set of it's a new layout. One of those games, Uh, RNG puzzle games. Um, I had a feeling early on that it was going to get too difficult. Games like that can get a little too difficult and kind of suck the fun out, but it didn't do that. Uh, I did get to a point where it's, like, just difficult enough that I'm having some issue, and then I just kind of, you know, stop playing. But I I wouldn't be surprised if I put less than 80 hours in that fucking game. So, Lord knows, I've had my time with Grindstone. Um, So, yeah, so, like, after you left, I think it was, like, a week later that Jennifer's, uh, one of Jennifer's sisters came into town. And I don't tend to, like, start up a game, unless I know that I've got a, a long period, you know, of, of downtime of home time, alone time, as it were. Um, you know, when you have company in time, that's not usually a time when I'm like, I'm going to start a game up, yeah, uh, you know, cause then you're entertaining company. Um, so she flew in and then a week later we went on our 10 day road trip. We got back last Wednesday uh, and then her sister did not leave until this morning. So I'm excited to start up a video game. Not exactly sure what I've got. I got plenty of options. God knows. Always got a big backlog.
0: Did you ever, uh, play Miles Morales?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, that was the first game I bought when I uh, got my PS five. Okay. Um, zipped, zipped through that one. Uh, so yeah, not sure what I'm going to play. Uh, I kind of want to play the Final Fantasy 7 remake. Um, I don't even own that one. And there's other games that I already own that I'd like to play. We'll see. Um, I think I had finished Search Party last time we recorded. Yes, I did. Uh, but I did watch Invincible. The Amazon car- superhero cartoon. Okay. <coughs> Pretty good. I had forgotten a lot about that. Uh, I remember. I don't even know how long ago. At this point, I uh, bought the omnibus Invincible. Y- you remember that? I think I let you borrow that. Did you it's buy like, it? Or
0: did I get it for you.
1: You may have gotten it for me. I wanted it. I acquired it somehow. <laughs> it's like four or five inches thick. Like is this like? I don't even know how many issues I've never owned. a a comic book graphic novel that was so thick, I don't even think I finished it. And to be honest with you, Matt, I have no idea where that is. I feel like I loaned it to you or more likely, someone like at work.
0: No, you loaned it to me, but I gave it back to you before you
1: moved. Well, I have no idea where that is. Maybe it's... I, I thought I had just recently gone through books that I was planning on selling, which it would have been in that. And I don't remember seeing it. Regardless. Point is, I read... The Invincible comic many many years ago and didn't re- didn't remember much about it. So the show was, uh, you know, it was very fresh. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting show. I didn't I didn't love it at first, and, and when I say show, I mean the comic too. Um, like, oddly enough, so in the first episode um obviously spoilers for invincible you know you kind of got you get a lot of setup you're like okay this is kind of a lighthearted superhero show you know it's 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 pg it's maybe pg 13 and then the end of the episode is a bunch of people getting graphically murdered
0: (laughs) (laughs) very much so yeah it's basically the boys at the end of that episode
1: totally and the The weird thing is, is like, as someone who finds that there's not enough consequences in television shows, you know, uh, since television began, uh, I had become drawn to shows like Game of Thrones or Walking Dead or The Boys, where like, you know, you've got powerful, horrible things. And so, like, horrible things should happen to people sometimes, you know, like, we need consequences, you know uh but i guess i've just had a lot of that lately or maybe my mindset was not in the right place with like covid and everything going on but i, I like kind of almost got sick to my stomach watching the, the end of the last episode and i was just like i don't know if i'm i don't know if i'm in the right mind space for more just like horribly dreary awful things you know <laughs> but i i stuck with it and i will say that um there, there are some more, you know, like gruesome scenes later. But the show, like that's a big scene, and then the show pretty, pretty well chills out. And I feel like they do a good job of, of the, of the, of the, of the, the, the gruesome things happening not being too gratuitous. They, they make a point um, about like when, like, like there's like an alien invasion in the second episode. And the aliens show up in the middle of the city and they start blasting people and you see that happening. And so, but it's not like, I didn't feel like it was too gratuitous. It was more like, yeah, this is what would happen. You know, (laughs) Like, if instead of all these superhero comics or movies we've seen where like, oh, people die off scene or, you know, eh, the superheroes got there soon enough. Like, no, some people would die um, and it would be bad and that would suck. But one thing I like about the show is all the all the all the good superheroes, like they try very hard to save people. It's clear that they follow the you know, we're here to save people. Um, and so there are a lot of scenes of them like trying to help people. It reminded me of the scene in um, Avengers Two Age of Ultron towards the end. Where the the part of the uh, the uh, Zakovia is floating, and all the Avengers are like running around saving people. I think that's a really, really not not just like a good scene for you know making a point that they're heroes, but also like really cleverly designed action sequences come out of that. But uh, yeah, so watched all of the Invincible. It kind of kind of gets all over the place a little bit um and then goes into the big finale which is i again i had forgotten all about um and uh wraps up pretty good i mean it leaves it completely open ended for next season um
0: there's some uh there's some good stories out there of invincible uh, yeah after after that <clears throat> after i watched that I think I was looking for something, and, like, so YouTube started, like, I don't know if I was, if I looked. There was something, somehow it popped up, and there was some more stuff for Invincible that started to come up. So I watched, like, some guys going through, like, the comic and doing narration for some of the comics Mm -hmm. and uh, some of the later stories, stuff that happens to him. Yeah. Uh, And there's, there's some pretty good stories out there of Invincible. Um, Yeah, I will. will, We we should always point out. You know, this is done by Walking Dead guy, uh, Brian
1: Robert Kirkman. I think. No, Robert Kirkman. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely come back to it. It was just, it was interesting watching the whole series. I had just like, again, my frame of mind was not perfect. I need to watch something like The Good Place, um, which has which has been on my radar, and it's like it's on my it's on my back burner. You know, I need I need something just like pure good or Ted Lasso. I've heard a lot of people speak really well of Ted Lasso um, because, you know, again, like watching Invincible, I kept like, you know, there's, there's a scene um, about halfway through, maybe a little further. And it's sort of this like little um, side story about Invincible helping out this um, low level crook who is, who has been roped into and is being controlled by this mafia type guy. Yeah. And so at the end of that episode, they, they stage an ambush on the mafia guy and the mafia guy is like, I say mafia guy. He's not really mob. He's just like, he's more like the Kingpin. He is his own self-made criminal empire guy. And he's like, Oh, well, uh, you know, I got a lot of money. So I hired, and, and then he like all these, like, I don't know, super villains that you've never seen before show up. And there's a big fight. And it's actually I kind of like it in a way because there's this like fucking lion headed guy from, I guess, another dimension or something (laughs) who like absolutely wipes the floor with everybody, like kills one of the people outright. Like I think he tears somebody's arm off or something Um, (laughs) straight up, almost kills Invincible. And, And to be clear, like the main character Invincible is basically Superman. I mean, he's just, not as strong
0: it's just funny that that's his name and he gets beat to shit on, oh every, my god like, all the time. Con- like
1: regularly like and, and they make it you know like lots of people make a joke about it um in fact it's uh it's a pun every time they announce the title of the series it's when someone is saying his name and then that episode and then it's like invincible um yeah it's a really dumb name for a superhero i'm just gonna say it doesn't roll off the tongue it's way too many syllables it's very ego egotistic right Um, anyway, so yeah, finish that. I would recommend it Uh, again. Like I would recommend it if you like the boys, uh, if you're looking for a superhero show, that's a little more, I was going to say realistic. I don't know how much more realistic it is, but it's got, it tells some interesting stories. One of the superheroes decides like, fuck this. I'm sick of dealing with this shit. I'm going to go make the world better in like a non superhero, like fighting villains kind of way. And it's really satisfying to watch this character, like, go off and, like, help people with their farmland, Um, you know, like, stop a, a dam from breaking. Yeah, them. like,
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't understand her ability. Oh, yeah. It, uh, be, yeah. it would be the most powerful ability ever.
1: I mean, I will say this is not a show for you if you need explanations for things,
0: because uh, her, because there
1: are superheroes that just like have powers and they her, never ever explain like so the character we're talking about. She basically has Invisible name, Woman powers or like Green Lantern well, powers. No,
0: her her powers are she's Adam Eve. She can construct things out of atoms. Like she can make shit. Oh,
1: just straight up, just straight.
0: Okay. Like she can transform things. And I'm all like, if she could just do that to anybody, like any villain. Like, I don't understand it. Right. Can she? she? Maybe. I mean, like it has to, because she makes, she makes shit. She -hmm. just makes, and I was going to say, maybe it's restricted to only, or, you know, in an animate, but she makes trees and shit. She makes plants. Yeah. And so like she, she, her ability should be like the most powerful because she could just like fucking, transform any villain.
1: Yeah, presumably. <laughs> I mean, assumedly either so yeah, either she can't or because she's I mean, this young superhero, like maybe they're saying, like, oh, she's still learning what she can do. Well, it may be a maybe morality
0: thing, you know. Like she doesn't fuck that like, shit. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, <laughs> deconstruct any bad person. Like, bad person shows up, they kill someone, like fuck your morality. It's time to deconstruct this this like, this bad dude.
0: I watched a breakdown. Of the first episode of the fight scene and Uh like whether or not, you know, the team could win against uh, Omni-Man. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so like, and and it really puts a, a spin on because it's like thinking like, well, yeah, but if they were fighting to, you know, kill him, I mean, like, instead of like detain him or whatever, you know, like they were. It feels like they were holding back during that fight. Yeah, well, beginning. yeah,
1: because, like, it goes from, he, you know, suddenly he's attacking them, and they don't know why. So, like, I'm sure they're thinking, like, oh, he might be mind-controlled, you know. And if it were any other superhero story, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, gosh, Superman's mind-controlled. We'd better detain him until we can get that undone. And instead, he just starts, like, because he's fucking Superman, he just starts killing them. And I think by the time that happens, they're just... Like it's too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, like I, I highly recommend to go watch a guy like this guy break down that fight. And because like, it's very, it's very interesting to like, think of how, if they were fighting as a team, instead of like someone were fighting one-on-one. Yeah. Like the speedster guy, like he starts off really good. Cause he's like helping people move and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Way. Yeah. But then he kind of goes on the offensive. And that just really fucked him up. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, and, and <laughs> that Batman character, man, I don't even know what the fuck he was thinking. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but, like...
1: You're uh, just a human.
0: At least Superman has kryptonite. You know, you could have a weakness. Yeah, you right. Know, you could... But that... like Spider-Man that ca- What that character
1: have. would have done is he would have gotten, like, away? Yeah, yeah. And would have maybe thrown some stuff,
0: well, and, but, but as like, the
1: tide, as the battle went, uh, as the as the as the tide turned, it would have been intelligent for him to just fucking leave, like absolutely disappear, you know. Yeah, well, and they, then you like, can like raise an army, maybe. Yeah, well, they
0: were talking about like how his thing, his job should have been just to leave and get back up, like right, like he shouldn't or at least tell anything. everyone what happened. Yeah, like he should have been like, hey, uh, I'm gonna go fucking call in support yeah um but yeah it's just interesting to, to to see what how other people would think that fight would go down because you know i don't really know the character i mean you, you got like the aqua guy he's like a mer guy that shoots water i'm like okay that's not really powerful <laughs> uh, but yeah it's very interesting to see them break it down and uh, talk about how they could each use their abilities to work together to beat them um but yeah, uh, I, I like it. I highly recommend it as well. Um, it, like I said, if you if you like the boys in regards to just over the top, you know, stuff, and also like not your stereotypical, we're not going to show death or anything. Yeah, and I will
1: say, like, if, if you if you watch the boys or part of the boys, and you're like, "Uh, that was too grim," therefore, I wouldn't like this show. This show is it. It has some gruesome moments, but overall it's a pretty upbeat, I guess I would say show like it's a it's a yeah. They're dealing with some serious stuff sometimes, but like lots of lots of jokes, lots of characters being lighthearted. They're not all like depressed about all the things happening. Yeah. Um and some like genuinely funny mo- um uh, moments. I particularly found the the guy, the mad scientist at the college campus like everything involving him particularly after after they deal with him was just like really funny to me um so uh and then uh da, 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 i moved on and watched the final season of castlevania on netflix just finished huh? that up like a night or two ago i thought that was pretty good yeah it was fine it was i i, I didn't that's a show and I kind of felt this last season where it felt like they were. Hmm. Like they didn't really have a point to the story they were telling. It was just like stuff happened. Um, and there's not necessarily anything wrong with that, but you know, it's also a show where I don't really have like a good grasp of like how powerful certain characters are. And so you'd be watching a fight. Like you see Trevor and, um, trevor belmont and i can't think of um
0: i don't know airbender uh, i don't know (laughs)
1: like (laughs) well she's like everything bender she's like
0: yeah
1: yeah trevor trevor and the last airbender um i know her last name is belnati's whatever uh you see a lot of them fighting
0: did you play as her in any of the games
1: you do or or like a version of her or or it's sort of like a oh it seems like maybe she's the grandmother of this character from but yeah no, I've seen the Belnades game in uh, name in the games but anyway the point is is like you see them fighting a lot and it's one of those shows where you don't really have a good idea of how good or bad they are because sometimes it seems like they're getting their ass kicked and then sometimes Trevor swings his whip and, and blows up like five night demons with the fire attack. Yeah. Um,
0: well, I think it's all a matter of they, 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 during a fight, they become disadvantaged and I then guess. something happens and they, they're now at the advantage again. I guess. Like, because maybe, that's, that's how fights would go. It's like the two of them would be fighting. And then maybe if they switch, like, I think in some of the fights they switched to, they were fighting mm-hmm. and they were more advantageous against the opposite people so they were able to beat them that, that way or like uh Trevor would like get like whatever his weapon is knocked out of his hand or something and Yeah, And so he was kind of shitty then until he got like this right. other weapon
1: and then when that would happen I would be like okay he's dead now right <laughs> but then he wouldn't be dead you know because he's a well, well, well then
0: anytime a monster throws somebody up against a wall you're like they're dead like there's yeah, no way a hu- sure. regular human should be like just and the, thrown across the room up yeah. against the wall,
1: and then you, then you would have uh, Alucard, who I had even trouble, more trouble figuring out like how good he was because like sometimes he would do this like teleport maneuver where he would go and dash around and like cut three heads off, and then other times he's like, eh, I'm having you know I'm having a regular fight like, and it, <laughs> it wasn't I don't know maybe I'm nitpicking I just. Well, it's Dragon
0: Ball Z power leveling, right? You know, it's like
1: I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I just didn't have for a show that's was very much about the action in the show. Um, like, there's not a whole lot of plot. It's a it's well, a pretty straightforward plot.
0: I will say the, there's a scene. Uh, it's towards the latter of the season, of this final season, and it's like he's helping these people. Uh, um, Alucard's helping these people. Move, I guess, from the town to his castle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like I just feel like he was doing a shitty job protecting them. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like and like I I just didn't understand. Like I I was like he was like pretty awesome, but then right. like people were still getting murdered left and right.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I said, like just <laughs> the show did not do a good job, in my opinion, of like making it clear. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like television here. How do I put this? I don't generally like television where characters have powers, but we, but the, but the, but the show does not, or movie does not give you a good idea of like how powerful they are, what they can do and what they can't do. One of the reasons I could not like stick with Dr. Who is because he had a magic screwdriver that he just like did whatever he needed to do in the moment. And that's, like, that's not entertaining, plot-based storytelling yeah. for me. Unless you make the characters, like, really deep and interesting with, like, a really interesting character. It's like, okay, then the show's not so much about that. Again, Doctor Who, Castlevania. I don't feel like the writing is there to keep me, like, fully engaged Ooh. in these characters.
0: Man, you just you just brought all of Great Britain down on us. I hope <laughs> you're happy.
1: Uh, like, so... Um anyway, I I mean it's got really good animation, it's got really good uh voice acting. Mm-hmm. Um it's it is kind of funny the way it ends. Uh I kind of get the idea that like maybe maybe they started the season and then Netflix the word came down that like yeah, this will be the last season and they're like, okay, well we'll wrap it up this way. Cuz cuz like I mean it's Castlevania spoilers you know, if you don't know anything about Castlevania, Dracula is considered, you know, he's the main villain. Like, every Castlevania game pretty much involves someone resurrecting Dracula. So they're, like, like they're they're very much leading towards a plot line where Dracula gets resurrected. Um, and I feel like if they were planning on having more seasons, he would have been resurrected, and then like we would have seen what went from there. Um, and instead, it's like... <laughs> It kind of, like, wraps up with this, like, awkward, happy ending. Um, which, in a way, is nice! You know, like, it's like, yeah. oh, it's nice. But it's also just, like, it just kind of ends after that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I I don't know that I can recommend that show. Like, if you like animation and just, you know, ac- action animation, it. um, sure, check it out. Uh, it's not... But, you know, like, I, if I, I, I think about shows like Avatar The Last Airbender, which has a much better story arc and writing and characters, Uh, um, in my my opinion, or even like original. Doesn't um, it
0: take doesn't see I've the problem with The Last Airbender is I feel like it takes way too fucking long to probably get to like where you want it to get. Like, I mean, how long does it take for him to be good at everything?
1: Well, I think that's because we're, I, I, we're gonna have I, we're gonna have differences about that because, because to me, I mean, like him, yeah. So the the whole the whole idea sh- of the, the last Avenger, he's like
0: Neo, right? Kind of like he's a prof- he's the prophet, right? Yes, he,
1: he is he the is the Avatar. One? Which I mean, he's he's sort of like the Dalai Lama if the Dalai Lama had superpowers. <laughs> yeah. He's
0: like the, he's the Golden Child,
1: yeah. And so the whole series is about how he is an airbender and he is kind of learning how to, like, he's learning all the other bending techniques.
0: But he's supposed oh, to be, oh. like, the ma- a master of all of them, right?
1: Right. Like, no one else. I mean, it's, it's not that he. I mean, the idea is that that is what makes him special because no one else can learn m- more than one bending type like and right. in fact there's there that's implied that you where you were born like the people you were born into is how you get your bender power so like there's the fire nation and there's the water tribes and the the air people um and so he is you know he's the uniter character he is able to learn all the stuff so my point being is like i would disagree that i you, you need him to you, like that you're like oh when is he going to get all those powers like to me it's it's one of those the journey is the story um so i i mean i, I don't what know is why. the journey what's that
0: what is the journey what is the overall plot of the is he trying to get somewhere
1: i mean the the, the thing is is i'm like i, is I don't want Jesus i'm not i am not i am not going to talk lands? about the plot because i think it's a, a really great it's one of the best animated series in the last twenty years, and everyone should watch it. Um and its sequel, Legend of Korra. But uh I mean the overall the overall the the initial and the overall plot is him going about and, and finding um, you know, people to teach him how to the other bending techniques, and then other stuff is going on in the world, and it's and it's also all leading to a confrontation. Blah 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 blah.
0: I'll just watch the M Night Shyamalan movie.
1: <laughs> now, I will say the fun <laughs> thing about Legend of Korra, which takes place uh, decades later, uh, is she is the new Avatar, and that show starts with her knowing um, three of the bending techniques. But she sucks at air. She just cannot figure that one out. Which, of course, is, you know, like, they're being clever, right? Because Aang, in the first series, he was an airbender. Yeah. That was the thing he was natural at. Now you've got this hot-headed Korra character who just cannot seem, like, straight up cannot seem to learn airbending. Yeah, that's air. Who, who needs it? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If you watch the show, you'll be like, yeah, it's probably the weakest one. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's... there's... There's stuff you can do with it. I mean, but, I can uh,
0: set people on wind. Right. But I can definitely set them on fire.
1: I can I can pull a rock, a boulder out of the ground, and throw it at you. I could set you on fire. I could throw ice icicles at you, ice shards, or you know, like blow you around a little bit. <laughs> not saying it's not useful, but um. Anyway, so yeah, I think that I mean as far as like uh things I was watching and then otherwise like I said we went on a road trip We uh, this is something so uh, Jennifer has two younger sisters I probably mentioned this before one of them flew in and the other uh, was working at a, uh, a lodge in um, Colorado for the summer and so we were like hey well, let's do a road trip and we'll go and visit um, other sister uh, and so Jennifer planned this out we went down to Uh, we went out to Arches National Park. Um, It is like one of the most popular, most visited national parks in the country. The uh, um, Delicate Arch is one of the, like, I don't know. It's if, 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 if you, you've probably seen it, like windows has probably thrown up some arches at you on your, uh, on your like login screen, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like this, if if you've seen pictures of national parks, if, um, you've probably seen something from Arches, and uh, so we we visited that. Uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a desert, it's a desert type area, and it was you know a kind of environment I've never quite seen before, at least not since you and I did a road trip and hit up uh, the Grand Canyon. That whole area, like Grand Canyon and east into southwest Colorado, is just like filled with like canyon lands and you know, sandstone and all these like amazing rock formations. So we hit that. We hit um
0: You say it's filled cra- Candyland.
1: Canyonlands.
0: I like Candyland better. Well Thumb drop mountain.
1: I don't think you'd Man, wanna that's
0: a place you want to visit.
1: <laughs> Big Rock Candy Mountain. Is there and there's and there's there's the candy cane forests matt um delicious licorice lane oh it's a wonderful area that Gotta avoid
0: that licorice lane <laughs> well
1: it's red licorice it's uh strawberry licorice I- i.e not any not in any way actual licorice <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's always funny to me you know you like uh those like twizzlers they're like oh licorice is like you ain't licorice you don't want to be licorice. Why would you even try to pretend to be licorice? Let's get away from licorice altogether. You're uh, you're a twisty red vine. Um. It's
0: uh, lick awfulness, mm. not li- li- lick because it sounds like it's a combination of l- lick and delicious.
1: Liquor. Yeah,
0: and it's not. It's awful. No, don't don't lick it at all. Yeah, That's my advice.
1: Uh, we went to Craters of the Moon National Park or National Monument. National Park, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, it was a, a lava flow area, an ancient lava flow area. Very cool. Lots of cool rocks. If you've never visited like uh, an ancient lava flow area, like um, Iceland is entirely a lava place, or uh, Hawaii has a lot of lava rock. Very cool. Highly recommend. There's all kinds of wild geological uh rock formations and whatnot. Um, uh, And, uh, you know, our main destination was Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, We visited the highest uh, National Park Visitor Center in the country, Alpine Visitor Center. It's an elevation of like 11,492 feet, which is two miles up. It's twice as high as Denver and um that's the first time i've ever experienced the elevation like really felt like oh kind of out of breath here a little dizzy um but uh you know did some hikes around there it was uh, i'll be honest with you it, it was a bit of a bummer trip because uh wildfire uh the the west is having one of its worst droughts ever and so the uh the west pretty much the west of north america (laughs) is like on fucking fire um i think that even you guys have had a lot of hazy hazy days the last few weeks can you confirm mike
0: Uh, i mean that would require me to go outside okay yeah (laughs) well i just i haven't paid attention i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you really, I, you
1: probably like for where you guys are, you probably would only notice it like in the morning when the sun is still like near the horizon, or in the evenings. Probably in the evenings, since you know every all the wildfires are the west of you guys. But I've been looking at the smoke maps, and it's like smoke has like been just like covering bits and bits and pieces of the entire country for weeks, on and off, and uh, it really sucks. Just like you know. <laughs> really gets me down, and uh you know the two days we were in rocky national Rocky Mountain National Park, you know we had some good times and bad times, but it was really fucking hazy and it was you know you went you go to visit a nice national park we we uh we stayed in Estes Park, which is this like amazing tourist town up in the mountains it's at like it's, like sits at like eight thousand feet or something um really cool place. Would love to go back. Hope hope to someday. And it just sits in this like beautiful, just surrounded by mountains. Um, and then uh, when we drove back through Montana and Idaho. Visited uh, Devil's Tower in Wyoming. Again, very smoky day. It was also super fucking hot. So we pretty much drove to it, got out, looked at it, looked at some prairie dogs, and then uh, kept on kept on moving. So it was nice. It was nice to get out and do a long road trip and been, I mean, pretty much since Iceland in uh, 2019 that I had done any kind of serious road trip. Uh, and we just bought uh, a new car, a Honda CRV. So, you know, put that through its paces. It's, it's really wild having a new, <laughs> I don't know how often most people, like most listeners, get a new vehicle but it had been 12 years for me. Like when I bought my uh, Mazda three, they were just starting to put Bluetooth in cars. And I, I I kind of got lucky getting Bluetooth in mine. You know, now you've got the fucking screens right in the dashboard. You know, you've got like the navigation system is actually pretty good in the CRV. It's Garmin. But at the same time, you can plug your phone in and use uh, Android auto. And just use fucking Android Maps, and it's right there on your screen. Um, you know, backup cameras, just like <laughs> like pretty basic technology at this point. It's all kind of magical having that in a new vehicle. But um, yeah. And then uh, I get, gu- I guess, um, I've kind of, I've kind of reined in my uh, my uh, my stock. My stock accounts, like my uh, my brokerage, for just my uh, my savings, not my retirement. Although I did kind of uh, consolidate my retirement um, savings, and uh, you know, sold off some ETFs. I'm I'm really trying to just like bring it all back to like to follow the, the S and P 500 because <laughs> I looked at the S and P 500, which has gained like 17 almost 20% since the beginning of the year and my portfolio had uh had lost money and that's not a good feeling.
0: Yeah, I hear you.
1: So I've I've I sold off like I mean I think in the last month I went from like almost 30 holdings. I had a bunch of like penny stock pharmaceutical stocks that had mostly lost money and I just like cut my losses and sold all those. <laughs> yeah. Um and and put i've 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 got a few holdings of like microsoft and costco just straight up but most of my money i've put into like a, a, just an s&p 500 <laughs> um going to try and just like you know i've sown my wild oats <laughs> as far as watching the stock market and trying to pick you know this stock and any of that like i'm happy to just invest in Either the S and P five hundred or like the stock market, the U S. stock market overall, and just kind of not try not to think about it, and check it every once in a while, and hope that you know, hope it's going up. Well,
0: speaking of investing, I've uh, I'm putting some money in Magic.
1: Oh yeah, like putting money into Magic. Yeah, like as an
0: investor, I bought uh, Magic the Gatherer, some booster, yeah, some booster boxes that I'm just gonna.
1: Leave sealed and some older ones or like some cheaper newer ones?
0: Some cheaper oh I mean some more expensive newer ones. So there's oh, okay. a set called Modern Horizons two. Mm-hmm. It's real popular. It has like some really some expensive cards in it. So I bought okay. a few boxes of that and some other stuff that I think may go up in value in the mm-hmm. next few years. So but, oh, I mean it. you know, you just set on it. Yeah. Um, and just hopefully, you know. I mean, it, it seems like this game's going to be around forever now, it seems. I don't know. I, I guess, it's yeah.
1: It's really um, ridiculous.
0: Because it's been around for over 30 years, right?
1: Not quite. 1993, Ninety- we're coming up on the two, 30-year anniversary. Two, okay. Yeah. Which presumably they'll do so, something big for. Yeah, I mean, even when we started, I remember in, in 1998, and I remember like the most expensive card was Black Lotus, and it was like, what was it, like hundred eighty dollars when we started? Ah, oh, it's probably more than that. Was it? Was it? Maybe it might have been closer to three. I got
0: some old inquests. I could probably dig them up. I think they're about yeah. four hundred or five hundred back then. Even then, yeah.
1: Well, I remember thinking like, wow, Jesus, who would pay that? <laughs> oh yeah. Now Black Lotus is worth like a house.
0: <laughs> yeah, I might have taken a picture of it and sent it to David. Let me look real quick. Uh, but
1: I do wonder though. You know, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon. I feel like we talked about this a month or two ago, all of that is like really blowing up now it It feels like surely it'll go into like a less blown up period at some point yeah do you do you think so i don't I don't feel like I, I don't know hard to say it is hard to say it just feels like there's a mania right now um makes me really feel like I've, i'm literally staring i've it's just sat in front of my computer as something i don't want to have to deal with even though it's like i'm staring at a deck a deck box that has hundreds of dollars worth of worth of cards that i just need to like sit down and list on ebay
0: i'll tell you it, it you should buy yourself like a label printer um and just start you know listen stuff and then shipping it like i mean it's I've I've started to sell a bunch of stuff on eBay now. I bought I bought a label printer. Um,
1: All right, label had, printer is that just like to put people's addresses on?
0: Yeah, I print off well, okay. I print off postage. Oh, and right from oh, eBay. Oh, so it's one of those.
1: It's one of those like uh, mail or whatever machines.
0: Well, I mean it's just a Dymo. It's called Dymo D Y M O, and huh. it's a label printer. And you can get different models that do different labels, but. Um. Yeah, I already had padded envelopes, so I just started uh, list stuff. I bought some more top loaders that I needed, but I just you started those- to list a bunch of stuff.
1: You gonna sell and, those Pokemon cards? Oh
0: uh, yeah, I've already sold probably about fifteen of them. Good. Uh, I got a guy that's trying to buy ten of them from me. Do you want to?
1: Do you want to share that? <laughs> what? Uh, what you? What you found?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, probably like over ten years ago, I guess I was given some Pokemon cards. By a guy that owned a game store. And he ended up like just giving me these cards. He wanted me to sell them for him. And I never got around to selling them. And he moved like out of country. I don't know where he's at. What he's doing now. Right. you tried to contact um, him. Yeah. And so I was digging through my stuff. And I found where I had these pre-release cards. And the I think yeah, Gyarados or Gyarados, Ger- yeah, 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 the water and dragon. I, I looked them up, and like a graded one sells for like 150, and I was like, oh shit. And then I saw somebody recently selling them for 50, so I was like, okay, I'll try to sell them. And You
1: had like, 20? I've got like
0: 40 something,
1: holy shit.
0: or 50 something. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So I've I've sold. I think about fourteen or fifteen of them right now, uh, and then a guy today asked me how many I had and how many I could sell. I and I, I cut him a deal. I've been selling them for sure. around forty a piece, and so I told him I'd sell them for thirty-eight. Uh, so I'm selling them ten of them. I think a lot of people are buying. Like I saw one guy seven, um, at at thirty-eight a piece, and I think a lot of people are trying to buy them just to get them graded later because they're all like, "I want them. Give me them." give me the mint ones. And I'm all like, they're all, they're all mint, man. I mean, like, I'm not like, they're all, I haven't been touched. You're holding out
1: on me, man. Give me the real mint ones. And I
0: was all like, you're going to, you're going to get mint ones. I mean, like,
1: yeah, the grading thing, my understanding is that's kind of the new gamble to like really raise the price. Yeah. Um, well, I,
0: I mean, you can't even get it done right now. I was
1: going to say, like all the, all the grading institutes are like way backlogged though, because of this.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like it's—I guess people are just wanting to get it for it.
1: So, hmm. well, right on.
0: Uh, but I'm—I've also—I also started to build uh, a commander deck for Magic. Oh yeah, I got—I got to watching uh, a series called The Command Zone. Um, it has Jimmy Wong in it. I don't know if, if you know who Jimmy Wong is. Uh, he cat, he was, uh, he's the brother, uh, I don't remember his brother's name, but he did video game high school, um, VGHS, uh, popular web series, also rocket jump, a popular web, uh, channel or YouTube channel. Um, anyways, Jimmy Wong, him and some other people, uh, host a commander. Uh, format? Do you know what the commander format is?
1: That is the one. Is it a hundred uh, card deck, no duplicates?
0: So it's it's ninety nine card deck. Yeah, singleton. singleton. So you can only have right. one of every one of a card, and you have a commander making your one hundredth card, and your commander starts in a command zone, and you can cast it for its its initial cost, and every time it dies, it, you can put it back into the command zone. It costs an additional two. For every time it's died. So um but anyways, I watched the command zone. It just looked like a really fun format. Um to kinda and they and Magic now sells Wizards of the Coast now sells like decks specifically for it. So yeah. you can already buy like pre constructed decks uh for this format to kind of get into it. And so it's just I, I felt like one, it's a way for me to also invest in magic. So I can get like reserve list cards, cards that won't be reprinted
1: True. Um, yeah. and
0: try to build it and I can play with them still. And then if I ever need to, they're really, really like an investment. Right. I can always get my money back or more out of it Yeah. as time goes on. So um, I've been buying some magic cards on eBay just to hold off on them and stuff. And also to help build me a deck for it. And I, I want to try to start playing with David, see if I can get him to like play and stuff but it just seems like a really fun format um, because of how much variation there can, and how much, because you would like it because it's themed. Basically you build a theme deck. So your commander is kind of the theme that you want to go with. So the commander
1: commander has abilities, right? Yeah.
0: Well, the commander is, it's a, it's a normal magic card, but like you pick a commander that has good synergy. It does something. So like you build your deck around that theme. So, like, if you have a a commander that's, like, you know, when it comes into play, it gives all your creatures plus one, plus one counters or something. So you may want to look at spells that do stuff with plus one, plus one counters or does stuff if they have counters on
1: them. Um, Or, like, low-costing creatures that you can put a bunch of out.
0: Right. And your your deck uh, limitations are your commander makes up what colors you can play. Okay. So right. if you have, you know, a white green and they have to be a legendary creature, uh, if you have like a white green legendary creature as your commander, then you can only play white green and artifact cards. And so.
1: Oh, very interesting. I see. I definitely did not realize until you just said that, like, so you don't they're not like special commander cards. You choose a legendary yeah. creature. You to just
0: choose that. any creature that's been, you know, any card that has been printed.
1: That explains why sliver queens are so, <laughs> so sought after and pricey now.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause you can take, you can take a card that has like, you know, it's not very good in a uh, standard format, but it becomes really good when it's a one-off and it has like a theme to it. Right. You can build a theme around it. Yeah. Um, so, so it's really effectively, cool.
1: Effectively always be out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it's not out there. It's just you have the chance to play it, to be right. out there. Okay. Um but you build your deck around it. So you like or you build deck, you know, that that can work well with the commander but also can do stuff on its own. Um and it's very interesting to watch and and see people play it. And there's even like restricted cards. There's banned cards. In commander, I didn't realize that because I was talking with David and I was like, "Uh, my deck is Inspired off of uh, Survival of the Fittest Recurring Nightmare. Um, oh, really? I, you know, because I really like that format. I really love that deck, you know, because that, yeah. was, that was when we got into Magic and we first watched the World Championship on ESPN in 98 because of that. And, that. and so I have like a really strong connection with that because it was a combo deck. And it was like the first combo deck I ever saw. And I love combo. And so... I was talking to Dave. I was like, oh, I really want to build you know, like this deck. Uh, um, and like apparently recurring nightmares banned.
1: <laughs> oh, even in commander. Yeah. Wow. I,
0: I guess. Cause it's like, it has so much like causing synergy or something like loops or something. I don't know, but I was like, oh, that sucks. So that card is not worth that much. A card. I mean, it's huh. still, it's still like a 40 or $50 card. Yeah, but if it was not banned, it would probably be like a you know, two hundred dollar card. Survival of the Fittest is a two hundred dollar card. Um, but uh, I had built a somewhat they they basically went through a a a part of Magic where they kind of reprinted things as creatures. So there's a, a Survival of the Fittest is on a creature. Basically, it's called a fauna shaman, and she has the ability: if you pay one green and tapper, you discard a card, and you go you discard a creature card to go find a creature card. So she has the survival of of the fittest on her. There's also a recurring nightmare guy called Doom Necromancer. You pay uh, three black, sack him, and you get a creature out of your graveyard.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so it's not it's not as good.
0: It's not as good.
1: Like, that guy, basically, you can do that once unless you can get that guy back into play. Or
0: right. And so, but I've built my deck around this, uh, around just recursion and, like, trying to get big creatures. And also, the, the, I got smaller creatures that have a lot of synergy. Like, when they when they come into the battlefield, they'll do stuff. Like, I get to look at the top cards in my deck. I get to draw cards. I gain life. That way, when I'm recurring them later on, I'll get, you know, two for ones or more. I get more card advantage because of it. So, and you, you look for a lot of cards that like, are like every opponent, you know, or each opponent that way. Cause you get to hit usually, usually game commander games are probably played in a group of four, um, four or more. So you want to play, you do that and you, you're basically hitting three opponents for one. So, I don't know it's a really fun format. I highly recommend if you're into magic or if you like to, if you're playing on arena or something like that to watch the command zone, uh, just to get an idea. I will tell you right now, uh, they've had Post Malone was their biggest guy so far. Post hmm. yeah, that Malone, guy's
1: a, that guy's a real geek.
0: Yeah, and uh, also one of the guys, I think, I think his character's name is Hawk from Cobra Kai. Um. He was also on there like a couple months ago, playing a commander with him. So there are some people that play Magic that are. But it was funny because I guess there was a a time when Post Malone was trying to win a Black Lotus. I guess like it was a graded Black Lotus. It went for. It was at an auction or something for like five hundred thousand. And he cause they, they, they interviewed him and talked talked to him about it. And he was like, yeah, man, I was, I was just down that whole day. Cause I didn't, I let it, I didn't, I didn't win it. I let him, I wish I would have like bid more and stuff. and
1: Gosh. Yeah. I hate, I hate it for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's a, you got to treat it like, I mean, kind of like art, you know?
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's an asset.
1: Right. That's Yeah, I was watching, it's funny you say that, because um, we were staying at a hotel, and I was just flipping the channel, just trying to find something, and Antique Roadshow was on. And that's that's one of my favorite, like, nothing else on, just like, throw some Antique Roadshow on. Every, you know, every five minutes, someone else shows up with something else. You listen to somebody tell you about this interesting history, and then you find out what it's worth. It's just so satisfying. And even more satisfying was this episode where it was, uh, they were, they were like showing old episodes and then they would give you the value that they got, that the person said. And then they would be like, oh, that was in 2003 when this aired and now it's worth this. And it, it was really funny because like you would assume everything just went up in value But lots of stuff went down in value, and they had, like, a little merr sound (laughs) when it would go down. (laughs) But, like, the almost every piece of art, and when I say piece of art, I mean, uh, like, usually a painting or whatever, like, wall art, almost always was, like, doubled or tripled or more in value. There was one piece that, like, the guy was like, yeah, it's probably worth, you know, like, 10,000 or 12,000 at auction and then they were in today's times it was like 50,000. <laughs> and you just really like when you look at that you realize like holy fuck that's where to put your money, you know. <laughs> just buy art and you understand why so many rich people buy art. But then you also start to you know you really realize that like well so the value of this, you know, there's not some collector that like is like oh i really i really want to own this van Gogh because he's my favorite artist and i want to hang this in my house and i don't ever want to sell it nah you know people aren't buying expensive art at this point because they love the art i mean i'm sure i mean i'm sure some people are like well i'm gonna put my money into this artist that i like you know but at the end of the day they want to sell that shit for like twice as much in 10 years right yeah that's that's the reality of art collecting at this point is it's a it's a place to put money that beats inflation, and sometimes the stock market. And it's—I don't know—it's really wild. That's—I mean—that's what—that's what cryptocurrency is. That's what mo- like Bitcoin is for sure. Like no one's using that as a fucking currency to exchange for goods. You yeah. you're, you put your money into it, hoping that it's going to be worth a whole lot more. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. Uh. Anything else to talk about
1: uh i mean i don't I don't think so I don't really have any
0: yeah i don't really i mean uh I've been watching I finished up new girl, I watched new girl,
1: like is that the uh, Z- uh Zooey Deschanel show
0: yeah mm-hmm. Zoe. Zoe Zoe sorry Deschanel.
1: yeah just get the two fucking O's yeah. on there <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, so I watched that it was good, I enjoyed it. I really like. Uh, I really like. There's a, a guy named uh, Jake Johnson. Uh, not to be the, confused the, with the, Jack Johnson.
1: The premise is that she's roommates with three dudes, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I assume it's like, uh, will she or won't she at some point with all three dudes, right? No. Oh, that's good. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Because that sounds like, a, I mean, one of the reasons I never bothered with the show is because of the premise. is like, oh my God, really? We're just going to, it's just going to be a will they, won't they with like three potential roommates and also probably some outside characters. So it's nice to hear that it's not exactly like that. Is it, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? It's, like, it's a, a comedy. Okay. So you definitely call it a comedy, but not a laugh track comedy, right? No. Okay. No. Okay. okay.
0: No. But I, I mean, it, I recommend watching like the first season. Mm-hmm, 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 Just to like get your beak wet, see <laughs> if it's something you want to watch. I mean, it's it's a comedy. I mean, I mean, I it I, it depends on what you like. Yeah, um, but I I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I posted about it on Twitter, and I had some people comment. Like, I had one person comment that, it, that there's a there's in one season. Uh, Megan Fox comes in, uh, and, like, basically, I don't know if, like, something, I don't know if maybe Zoe Deschanel had a kid or something. She left the show for a period of time. Oh, weird. I'm not really sure why, but she, I I thought she might have left the show entirely, but she does come back later on. I think maybe in a, the next season or something. Basically... Uh, They write her off like she's going to go do something and then she's off basically doing this thing. And then Megan Fox comes in as like a person that basically needs a place to stay or something, I guess. And so uh, she comes in for like part of a season, I guess. Weird. But it wasn't bad. But it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't as good with Zoe there. But yeah, I mean, I, I like the show. I highly recommend watching it. Um,
1: I definitely I recently, always always found Zoe Deschanel extremely attractive.
0: Yeah, she's very attractive. She
1: has wonderful eyes. And she. The funny thing she's, is, go ahead.
0: She's aged a bit. I mean, well, like I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like when you think of Zoe Deschanel, you probably think of how she was ten years ago.
1: Or but yeah. if you go
0: look at pictures of her now, you're like, oh, this isn't. In my head, that's not Zoe Deschanel. You know, <laughs> Zoe Deschanel is Elf. You know,
1: <laughs> she's the girl from Almost Famous.
0: Yeah, Five Hundred Days of Summer, right, The Happening. <laughs> but now you know my she's like ten though. years. Yeah, she's like ten years older now. Or I make mean, sure. You know. And so you're like, oh, okay. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, but I recently started watching Manifest. Like for some odd reason, after I was watching episodes, I can't remember if it was New Girl or if it was something else. It must have been New Girl. But like, it would start playing an episode of Manifest. Maybe it was on Hulu or something.
1: Years of New Girl, like
0: Manifest, and I was, uh, and it would like jump in like season two, and I was like, what?
1: Like, wait, what the fuck? What?
0: And why are you jumping into the first episode of season two? And it was like starting to do like a recap. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't even seen season one. And then I started reading, I mean, I started hearing good things about Manifest. I think it got picked up for another season. And I think it's like on the third or fourth season. And so I was like, all right, I'll check out Manifest. And so I watched the first episode pretty good. It's, it's it, I feel like it's trying to be lost.
1: Like, oh I so manifest like, as a as in like the, the a list of passengers right on a plane
0: but i i mean it's not it's not like trying to be like but there are like certain aspects that I feel like mm-hmm. are trying to be like law. i don't know it's just very i mean
1: it's clearly about a group of people
0: they're on a plane
1: i'm looking at i'm looking at a a, a poster on Google image search the truth will surface
0: yeah. Truth is out there. Um, Yeah, it's just... uh, It's just so so hard
1: for me to believe in a network television show unless I hear like multiple different people raving about it at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would recommend... I I recommend watching the first episode of anything and seeing what you like. I mean, your worst-case scenario, you waste 30 to 60 minutes on something. That's, Um,
1: That's a pretty bad scenario.
0: It's not a bad scenario. You place... You sat there probably, like, looking stuff up on YouTube or something. Oh, like my just God. Shit. So much time. Yeah, So, so
1: much like time wasted. The, but that's ta- that's a waste of time I can just, like, I can parachute out of at any time.
0: You can like, parachute out of, if you don't like the way the still episode's still, going, just
1: – well, it's an obligation. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd hate for you to, like, enjoy so- – find you something that you enjoy and have to watch two seasons of it or
1: something. Thank you. I'd hate that, too. I'm glad you understand. <laughs>
0: Something I need to do is I need to watch that third season of Westworld. I don't know. I feel like I should wrap that up. You know, like I should go watch how that ends.
1: I have I have several series that I got into like a dumbass when like the second to last season was airing. Yeah. That I've like, but like it's been long enough that I feel like ah, I really should rewatch. You know, so like the leftovers. There's three seasons of that. I, I've seen the first two seasons. I never saw the The last season of uh Orphan Black I never saw the last season of that Hannibal show. These were all shows I thoroughly enjoyed-huh, but you know my dumb ass just couldn't wait for the ending
0: <laughs> well, it's just funny like I feel like they're moment they're fleeting moments and like if if you if you don't like if stuff doesn't come out when you want it to, then it's just like oh okay whatever. Like, I mean, I'm trying to remember what series recently, like, I should go back and watch, but I really enjoyed, like, the first season, but I'm just all like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just, like, whatever. You know, I'll binge the first season. I'll be like, oh, it's good stuff. And then there's a waiting period, and then I'm just all like, I'm not in the mood to watch the rest of that. I just don't want
1: to. Yeah.
0: Like, there's a... Seasons, I think there's like two or three seasons of Winona Herb. I really enjoyed the first season of that. Um, I know I watched, I blazed through like three or four, maybe five seasons of Letterkenny, and I'm like, I don't want to watch any more Letterkenny. (laughs) I don't know, it's just something about it. I get to the point where I'm like, "Ah, I'm not in the mood, I'm not in the mood for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's just, it's so hard for me to, I think I've said this before, to like decide to watch a show that i know is nothing but comedy you know what i mean like i need i need like a i need a a solid plot i don't know i don't know i I mean i I, i just love community 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 feels different because
0: like characters are developing in it
1: i guess i don't know like maybe it's just that like the writing was so good that i was i was okay with that and i don't know I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, community would also have like plots that happen to the episode. I don't know. I've never really seen an episode of Letter Kenny, but every time I see a clip or a GIF, they're just like sitting around <laughs> shooting yeah. the shit. And... That sounds
0: right. Accurate this is an accurate statement.
1: I mean, I don't know. It just it, there's it's not a, that's not appealing enough for me.
0: But there is character. I mean, there is a, a, a something happening to the characters in the yeah.
1: episodes it's okay.
0: continuous.
1: that's continuous. That's good. Um. That seems clever enough. I am not, you know, dissing it. I just Suicide
0: Squad. You going to watch that, Do you guys? Totally, one hundred
1: fucking percent. Hell yes.
0: Is this because James Gunn is involved, or because more or less? Yeah, like yeah. That?
1: Well, I mean, not only that James Gunn, but I've I've seen like all the people that are in it, and yeah. I've I've seen like loose ideas of the characters. Like I saw, I looked at all the character posters, and I was like, I mean, the thing is, is I like I don't love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies mostly because I think that. Um, there's too many morons (laughs) in that group of people, particularly Peter Quill kind of starting to get on my nerves already kind of gets my nerves. Yeah. Uh, but I still, I like James Gunn. I like his sense of style. I like that. This is R rated. Um, I want to see, you know, it looks like, it looks like a movie that's going to be like the Deadpool movies. Right. Yeah. Super irreverent, ridiculous things. You know, I want to see, I hope it's good.
0: Yeah, I hope it's good, too.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: I mean, I I think it'll be a good action movie. I, whether or not it's, like, good plot or whatever. I mean, like, you're probably going to be screwed, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, right? Like, I don't I don't expect an amazing plot. Just, no, I don't expect it, that from any superhero movies isn't at Isn't it point. funny,
0: though? I mean, isn't it funny, though? Like, I watch, I will sit down and genuinely enjoy a DC animated film. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I will be like, oh, this is good. But the moment I'm watching a live action DC movie, I'm like, this is garbage. Like it's just funny to me. Like you'd think the writing,
1: you think they'd be able to figure it would be out
0: the same. You know, like they would just take well, the people that wrote the animated stuff.
1: I mean, I would, I on. would, I would say that yeah. Like the DC has had a real bad uh, chain of, of of shits instead of instead of hits. Um, but. I thought that the first Wonder Woman movie was okay. And I think, I still think that that Shazam movie is a lot of fun. And I, I will take any opportunity to tell people that if you wrote off the DC uh, universe movies, totally understandable. You should watch Shazam. It's real good.
0: I just don't enjoy Shazam.
1: As a character or the movie?
0: As a, I mean, like I just thought it was like trying to, I don't know. It was just, oh, I man. liked it. you know, it was trying to be funny and just kiddy, and I, I just, I just didn't enjoy it. I mean, it's funny too because, like, I, don't, I think, I think I just had a problem with the, the casting. Really? Yeah. Like I liked, um, the kid choices, <laughs> but I didn't like the guy playing Shazam. Oh, okay. I just don't, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't see him as being a good Shazam. Like, it's, I guess because I go from you the comics like he was, where.
1: Yeah. He's it's not as goofy. A,
0: well, no, but I mean, like, just the look, like, to me, Shazam is like kind of a bigger guy.
1: Mm. Like, like and, he's, I mean, like face he's more, wise. Yeah. Like, like, he's more of like a, like a Greek statue. Like, he's a god.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say muscular or anything, but like. I would I would picture him at having like a face like not like like as big as Arnold Schwarzenegger's face, you know, like just like you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Yeah, like like his um, heads a little bit
1: like, like like uh uh what's what's Kirk Douglas's dad. Like Sylvester
0: Stallone kinda like head or like a just a bit like a I don't know. I don't know what I'm going for here. Like a jawline. Yeah, like, like, a like a
1: big a, like a big Adonis, you know, Superman yeah. has been pictured in this way before. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 kind of thing is always gonna be difficult to to get, right? Because you gotta get like a good actor <laughs> that can do that. And uh
0: oh, I forget The Rock's gonna play Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know how I feel about that either. Cause yeah. Black Adam Black Black Adam's more of a slender guy to me.
1: Oh yeah? Hmm.
0: Yeah, he's more of a like he's more I picture the guy that plays like the Shazam. Like that kind of physique for for Black Adam, like he's not like the Rock. Like I would I would have probably reversed those, I guess. Like physique wise,
1: I mean, he looks he looks pretty bulky in all the Google. Oh, images, does he? Google image searches I'm looking at. He's he's like Superman equivalent.
0: Yeah, I don't know. In my head, he was like.
1: What's weird to me is that they're making they're not. Like, to me, it makes sense that Black Adam would be in Shazam 2, but that's not what they're doing. They're making a Black (laughs) Adam movie.
0: (laughs) Well, they probably want to bring him into Shazam. I guess. What was it?
1: But isn't Black Adam, like, isn't he a villain? He is. So, like, that's... He's a villain. I mean, at the same... I
0: wouldn't say he's a villain. I mean... He's a uh, what do you call him? Anti-hero? Anti-hero.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I, mean, I would- I'm going to guess he started out I'm going to guess he started out as a villain and then, you know, because he's been around for forever, they're like,
0: "Oh, well No, he started out as an anti-villain if I'm not I mean, anti-hero if I'm not mistaken. Like he wanted to do things for the people, but he does them like hardcore wrong. Like I mean, like oh. Like he's all about fighting for his country and protecting people of the country but he'll like murder people to do it. Like he'll just like, he's a hero to his nation, mm-hmm. but he'll like, just do things bad. Like he's, he's, he's the, a bad guy. He's
1: the comedian from uh watchman.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But, huh. uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, yeah, no, oh, whatever whatever teach your own everybody's got opinions everybody can, somebody out there loves the happening you know that's their number one movie <laughs> their favorite quote is what
1: hey what? I love the happening it's 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 a, one of the best camp movies of all times I think
0: I just hate that uh Lopez's character I didn't like that his character died
1: yeah you know? whatever It was a hilarious scene.
0: He was trying to get back to his kids. Yeah. Or kid. I don't remember, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I might've watched. Cause I know I've watched a lot of stuff probably, but I don't remember. Anyways. Uh, Damn, I need to get that password for that email. Uh, if you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandish dot com. You can follow us on Facebook W facebook.com slash outlandish podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Cash. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin Outlandish Beats. Uh thanks for listening to episode four hundred and forty six of Outlandish. Oh, John did ask me about fantasy football, and I'm like, I don't know, man.
1: just Asked you loosely about it.
0: He asked, "Well, if we were going to run our league, and I was like, you know, I don't want to deal with, you know, I said I don't want to deal with it. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to try to find people for it. Yeah, I mean, if people wanted to just automatically, you know, get ten people to join it, that's fine. Uh, But the fact of just always being a commissioner is always a hassle because people always want to bitch." and they want to have their own opinion about things, but they never want to be the commissioner. And it's like, okay, well, I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of it. So I don't know if John's league is going to pick up or not. Uh, I do know a lot of leagues auto renewed. Ours included. John's mm-hmm. included. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so, I know uh, I will probably play a bunch of best ball leagues this year, which are just you pay X amount of dollars for Yahoo and you pick your lineup and roster. You pick your roster and then that's it. You don't ever pick up free agents or anything. You just set it and forget it. And it does best of, so it fills out whatever the best scoring is. Um, I'll probably do that again. I'll probably do multiple leagues of that just because it's convenient. And easy. Yeah. So I'll probably play in a bunch of Yahoo leagues too. Just regular leagues. Cause it's all done through that, through Yahoo. It's all automated and finds people. They pay their money. You ain't got to worry about when people can draft. You ain't got to worry about who's paying who. You ain't yeah, got to right. worry about all that crap. And it gets done automatically. And so that's nice. But if you feel like our league should continue, you can e uh no you can't email me. At me on Twitter. If you feel like you want it to try to happen, I will put a post I guess in the league and see if everybody wants to play again this year. But if I have to find players, I'm not gonna bother with it.
1: I can try to I can try to find players.
0: Okay. Um but yeah weird yeah
1: like it's just
0: <sighs> hmm what right.
1: I just wish God I feel like at this point there's so much baggage with fantasy football you know like we're <laughs> we're hardened veterans we've been through some bullshit we've been through like the people that don't bother to manage their teams the people that like check out after they've lost two games the the yep. The, people the people, the people that, that
0: throw fits about people making trades or
1: people that throw fits, the people that make about trades, the people that make bad trades. Yeah. Um, You know, all, all the all the bad things that can happen with fantasy football, like your guy like breaking his fucking leg or, you know, breaking someone else's leg and getting <laughs> fired from the team.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just like, but at the same time, I don't know. And then, you know, I have this complicated relationship with football because, like, at the end of the day, I kind of feel like it's a sport that shouldn't be played. It's clearly dangerous. Yeah. Um, but
0: it's so entertaining, right? I mean, it's odd, fun and to I, watch.
1: And I love football season, man. Like, it's so a part of fall. And it's, it's fun to watch. But at, the end of, but at the same time, like, I'll usually watch, like, two or three hours of Red Zone, and then it's, like, nap time or something. <laughs> like, that's about as much as I can... Take and there's oh fucking like the primetime games, so many commercials. I'm not looking forward to commercial season. Yeah. Every time we watch football, like towards the end, I'm like, man, I can't wait to not have to watch commercials. <laughs> That's a ridiculous <laughs> way to try to enjoy something. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I don't know either, man. Like I I was actually trying to get John to go to see a preseason game with me at the end of this month. Oh yeah? That I found uh, on SeatGeek, there was 50 yard line front row tickets for like a hundred bucks to see the Cardinals and Saints on In New Orleans. Yeah, on the last the last preseason game. Oh wow! And I was like, uh, I told him if he wanted to go, he, we you know I I'd pay for it, but he was like, no, I gotta go out of town for a family trip or whatever. And so I was like oh, that really sucks. But then I thought then I started thinking about, you know, recently I was like, Oh shit, COVID. I <laughs> forgot I don't know. <laughs> right. Like I mean like I saw somebody tweet the other day. It was like two two days or three days ago about like you know, something about conventions. I was like, Oh shit, I forgot if Gen Con is still trying to happen at Lix. Yeah, month. right. And you know, I mean it's, it's i mean i think I think it was Pax saying that he had to be vaccinated. I think pax recently said you have to be vaccinated to attend, and um I thought it was kind of shitty of them to do that after they sold tickets, <laughs> like because they have a non refundable policy,
1: yeah. That is that. Ooh. That's that's Ooh, I shitty. Am, I am very conflicted on that because, like, I, 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 on the one hand, I agree that's a stipulation that's unfair. But then again, I also feel like, fuck you, get vaccinated.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe I mean, it's not that unfair, right? But I mean, I'm saying I, I want people to get vaccinated, but I also want people to be able to get their money back if they if they don't, you know, if. That's a problem for them or something. Like I'd rather them stay at home getting their money back, you know, than I don't know. I don't know, than just losing their money. Um, I don't agree with people changing their policies after you've bought stuff. Uh, that'd just rub me the wrong way. I feel like that's a shady thing to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um But I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Alright, thanks for this is 446. We'll catch you in 447. Bye. Bye. Right, there you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you to Outlandish. Good enough. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs>